it's the end of the season as we know it, and this is uh, Living in the Past, our final episode for this season. Um, I've always wanted to be part of something that I can say this is the last of the season. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a, another REM reference there. Was that intentional? Uh, I've always wanted to make a an bit, REM reference. A little bit. We'll be, okay. we'll be covering them next season. Oh, Ooh. feels good. I thought they would have been around earlier than that. Nah. Weird. So, uh, this is Living in the Past. We are a, a podcast that goes to the 90s month by month. This is the mini episode, the last one for uh, the 1990 season. So, we're saying goodbye to 1990. Uh, it was a really good start. Um, a lot of things have changed, like we've made reference to on the show. Uh, this is definitely our pilot season. There's stuff that we've like. Yeah, skip it. <laughs> no. Come back and see. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Like, I, I listened to the first episode again um, in preparation for this, like... Um, not January always, or like the... the... January, okay. yeah. And there were so many things that we were like, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And like, we haven't done <laughs> So... Yeah. Um, Remember birthdays? A, yeah, we were going to do a bunch of stuff. And I think um, it just got a little bit more chit-chatty, but like, we, we covered like a lot of good stuff. Um, we had some really good guests. Like, it was... the I. I did intended it to be um, a guest Shit show. Oh, a different guest per episode. So then discovered we had no friends. Then we realized that like we, you and me had a good, we had a good back and forth. We had a good banter. And I um, kept showing up. You kept showing up. <laughs> and Slowly I was defeated like, you. Hey, you might as well. You know, you know people as well. So um, I will say next season, we do have um, uh, some guests lined up. Uh, we've got a returning guest. Um, who hopefully does more research this time. And, um, Two returning guests <laughs> that both hopefully do more research. Oh, no. One, well, yeah, yeah, they're both... Yeah. But um, as as is the way with um, most last episodes of a season, it's like it's a bit of a, a flashback episode or a, a, a look back of what we do. Um, flashback on our flashbacks. Yeah, a flashback on flashes. Two flashes. Um, <laughs> so I think... I've got some, I've got, a, well, I've made a top 10 and then you came back and said, oh, have you got your top five ready? I'm like, top five, come on. <laughs> finding 10 good things was, no, sorry. Finding 10 good things was fine, but finding 10 good things of each like film, music, TV for me was a stretch. Yeah. Five was also a bit of a stretch to be honest. <laughs> so let's get into, uh, well, let's, let's do music first. Like, let's, let's flip it on. You see music at the end. We'll do music first because um, I think we've got, I'm interested, I'm so interested to see what you've got on your list. Are we going to go one for one? Yeah. So are like we you, doing five up, or are we just in yeah, any order? Uh, mine's. I still can't really figure out an order for mine. So like, you, yeah, let's just go one for one. It's, it's no in no particular order. Okay. Well, I'm going to go in order now that you've said. That. Um. So I didn't write them down in order. Okay. Because obviously wasn't planning to. Okay. But now I feel like we should. Um. And now I have to decide who's going to be fifth. Ah, oh, shit. Um, Alice in Chains will be my number five. Ah, cause you, uh, you, you, uh, facelift, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you took, um, cause you, are you a huge Chains fan? Not huge, but like I've seen them a handful of times. I very much like them, but they're at the you, bottom. You've seen a version. <laughs> Let's not. I've seen a band that is billed as Alice in Chains. Um, yeah, I. I, it's not it was, their best album, but there are some good songs on it, and it was, it, it was, was good enough. It was a it was a better album because like, I remember I used to have uh, all of them, and, and I um, but I, uh, Dirt was obviously my um, 
my favorite one and because i think that on dirt it's i think mostly i think every song on that album's like pretty decent yeah. Um, this one I used to sort of like because Man in the Box was on this. Um, we Die Young, um, and they had that sort of like that uh, the funky ones like Let's Be Together or Let's. It's like it was, that didn't fit in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they like I remember the, like uh, I think we mentioned on the episode is that they they did a lot of um, uh, metal supports, but like the metal fans didn't really like them. But then no. grunge didn't really like them either. Uh, you can see it when we when we cover singles like they do, they show the live uh, footage and they don't seem I mean them in Soundgarden maybe but not with like a lot of others yeah they they were in that perfect limbo of grunge and metal Soundgarden I think were close enough to grunge to fit into grunge yeah they had enough sort of like I mean and uh, as they got uh, as they got on Alice Chains would have more ballady sort of stuff but like this one was pretty balls to the wall was this in your five, by the way? No. Oh, so you're just bogarting my number five. Yep. <laughs> no, one, no one wants your opinion on my number five. Um, my number five, I'll, I'll put it on the five, but it's, it's in no particular order. Is um, <laughs> Yes, it is. Uh, number five. <laughs> um, a Tribe Called Quest, uh, People's Instinctive Travels and the Paths of Rhythm. Um, I have mentioned a few times uh, on this podcast that like I've now got like a renewed interest in 90s hip-hop and rap and... This is a really, really good Renewed album. interest. Well, I think at the time I was like peripherally sort of like wanting to, but I didn't ever thought that I would... I don't know if it was cool enough. Definitely like, were not cool enough. Yeah, like I, I... And like all the people I was with like hated hip-hop. So I was just like, oh, I'm never sort of in... And like if I could go back and change... I'm not going to say that because I've probably changed a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Where would we start? Yeah, um, but like I definitely think I would have been a bit more embracing of... Um, the just you know good tunes are good tunes like whatever like genre you're on um and unfortunately being like largely in the punk rock genre there's not a lot of elbow room for like many other genres when you're in a punk rock band yeah it's, it's unless you want to be ostracized fairly elitist yeah yeah uh i left my wallet in el segundo is uh one of the best um i, I listen to that probably if not every day at least every two days i love, fucking love that song um it's just uh it's the, th- the reason i like tropical quests um more than say a few um of the other groups is that i don't know like their lyrics are, are quite um insightful they, they tell like a really good story um yeah so I, th- I think this would definitely be in my top five i'm not saying it isn't number five sounds like number five let's go <laughs> on to number four okay number four um now this isn't something that i'll probably continue to listen to but it gets number four for the fact that I don't know how aware I was of them before this. Okay. It's our good friend, uh, Wilson Phillips. <laughs> it was on my, like... Uh, was it in your 10? It wasn't in my 10, but it was on my reserves oh. bench. Oh. Um, there just wasn't enough... Um, apart from the singles, there's just like a not... I mean, all the other songs sound like shitty versions of the singles, basically. Yeah, but if you've got a single that good... It'll carry those other songs. I heard um, Dave Grohl name check Wilson Phillips as like, you know, that was the state of American music before. <laughs> In a Nevada. bad way? Well, he's like, you know, we didn't think we'll be a part of it because Wilson Phillips was like, you know, oh. what was listening to. But, um, but, you know, in two years, he's going to say how much he loved Wilson Phillips. Well, the new album that they've just released is very dance. Do you like it? Uh, it's okay. I'm going to be so me and say that I like it 
and I genuinely do like it, but like I know that most Foo Fighters fans fucking hate it, and that makes it even more easy no, to the, love. Yeah, I I imagine there's going to be millions of people that would love it. I'm not entirely sure why. I'd like to know their feelings on the first three, but yeah, no, like, it's I, not bad. It's I'm not very garbage. much like a like I don't. I'm not a died in the wool Foo Fighters fan, but uh, am I? Well, you've seen them like too many times not to be. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I do respect and I appreciate them trying to grow and change. Yeah. But they weren't around in 1990, so... <laughs> um, my next one, um, I have to say, is going to be Flood by They Might Be Giants. Oh, only number um, four. Yeah, I I still think this is one of their strongest albums because as we discussed like on the... Um, the episode when we talked about it is that they, they do have a lot of uh, sort of jokey songs and like, you know, 30 second minute songs that are just like, you know, but this one's got a lot of good fleshed out songs. It's got Birdhouse in Your Soul. It's got um, Your Racist Friend. Um, it's, they just recently, when I bought one of their later albums, they had a, uh, they, they played the entire album live in Australia and it sounds amazing. Like, like can, this album, yeah, they played Flood Live, oh. and it's just um, it's it's a really really uh, they, they still can slam it out, and I mean, Birdhouse in Your Soul is, will forever always be one of my favorite songs. I considered this for my five because I loved your racist friend so much, but my dislike towards Scar would not it's allow not me to put Scar. Uh, basically, put it because if there's a trumpet in there, it's got to be Scar. Yeah, that's how you define Scar. Sir, jazz or Scar? What do you want it to be? This is a, this is the '90s podcast, and we're in we're just nearing '91. You have not begun to hear Scar. Wait until '95 <sighs> to '97, my friend. <sighs> Sell out with me, oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like I can handle one real big fish album. <laughs> oh, there, were, there was many. No, no, no. For every one. real big fish album, there's like ten wannabe real big fish albums. One real big fish album and half a less than Jake album. <laughs> the end. Number three and a Goldfinger song. <laughs> no Alright you go uh, Number three was Teenage Fan Club mm. Which a band I'd heard forever Like yeah. I'd always known about them Never known if I'd actually listened to them On mine as well Really? Yeah Catholic is, Education Is this yeah. your number three? Oh, it can be <laughs> It's not in any particular order I thought we were going to start getting better at this thing yeah. You know yeah. Segments and nailing things down And yeah, that was the top five Next year, um, yeah, uh, we well next year we'll also be covering their debut album, um, Bandwagonesque. And what was this? This is like an EP. Well, I, mean, I suppose it's not EP. It's like it's, it is like their, but this the next one's like their breakthrough album. Okay, that's the one that's got um because this had more than four songs on it. Maybe I was thinking. Oh no, I was thinking about Manic Street Preachers because they came out at the same time with the EP. So yeah, um, yeah, this one's really cool. Uh, way edgier and punkier than what the the, like they get a bit more ballady, but like good ballady, um, and their next album it contains one of my favorite songs of all time. So. You know, I didn't actually delve into any of their other songs. I just listened to this album because I'm a professional researcher. And well, I was focused. You know what? <laughs> uh, that'd be cool because you can actually now have their journey as we do the podcast. Yeah, That's yeah maybe cool. I will. I just listen to one album at a time. Yeah, over the next ten years. So I, I, I I'd add that one as well. Uh, so what's your number two? Um, funnily enough, you've already ruined it. Manic Street Preachers. <laughs> I don't know if, if this was specifically an album thing or not, but I didn't know they'd been around that long. 
and I loved them in high school. And it's actually a pretty good little EP. Very different to like a design for life and like. Yeah, but you can hear it in there still. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it's a different singer. It wasn't before he disappeared though. But didn't one of their singers, dis- their guitarists disappear? Yeah, I think the singer just vanished. So I think that's him. Oh, really? So like, because I, I thought they did like design, looked this up. a design for life and that stuff before like he, I could be completely wrong though, as I have been. What? <laughs> This Wait, is. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting lost in my Manic Street Preach stuff. And they've been around a long time, apparently, and I have not yeah. cleared up enough on them. Well, well, on my, while you look that up, on my number two, it has to be, and the horse they rode in on by Soul Asylum, um, or as it says in my notes here, Soil Asylum. <laughs> um, <laughs> you really love that band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, um, as I've said, like, you, you, I'm a big, big uh, lover of uh, Crap Rock, Wolf Rock. Cool rock. <laughs> um, I don't care. Yeah. Soul song. Um, my brother really liked them, and um, I, I remember loving the song "Runaway Train," which we'll cover in '93. Um, I feel like we've already covered that song. <laughs> yeah, or do did. you just talk about it constantly? I just talk about it constantly. Okay. Um, but this one's got uh, really good stuff. It's um, I think I said in the episode. It's got uh, We Three, which was um, featured in "Chasing Amy," the Kevin Smith film. Um, Awesome songs like Spinning, um, Easy Street's one of my favorite songs. There's, uh, it's just like, it's really good. It's just before, there's, there's still like a little bit like a punky, I suppose, before they get into, like, got into the more ballady, runaway train and misery types of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, sorry, just briefly back to Manic Street Preachers. Yeah. Um, he went missing in 1995 and was presumed dead in 2008. Okay. So, is that before? So, that was. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, so he was a part of this EP. All right. Cool. So you're number one for Did, this one. Is it, is it obvious? I want you to say it. Pixies, Boston Nova. It's nothing but A sides. It's nothing. It's not even that good. Nothing but A sides. It is good. Like that. Like as a collective album, it's a bit weird. It's maybe not that good, but. I think I'm probably a bit biased, like the way I grew up with it and having gone and seen them as a kid, like I feel like all those songs, are, to me, they're singles. They're, they're all hits to me because <laughs> I played them so often. I knew them all inside out and none of them were really better than the one before. Maybe because they works. are because <laughs> they're all like B and C grade songs that the album doesn't get any better or but worse like, when as it goes through. When you think of Pixies, it's like DeBaser and like Hey and... And Valoria. <laughs> no one goes, it's just like, hey, hand. Let's, Allison. Listen to, listen to the Pixies, like, oh, Spin Valoria. That's the good one. It is. I think you're uh, in luck too, because I think next <sighs> season we've got, um, is it Trump? Trump Le Monde. Yeah, yeah. Um, which has got UMass. Yeah. yeah. That's where they peaked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Some will say that to be in the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, look, I really want a split number one. We've well, already done number two, right? I have, yeah. So this is your number one. Yeah, but I want two for number no. one. Do you want a top six or a top five? Well, okay. So like if I could say my my choice of uh, if, if, if someone showed me the albums of this year, it would be stuff that I've already heard before. It would be Against the Grain by Bad Religion. But if you're looking at that, like new arrivals that I didn't realize were that good, it would be Blue Sky Mining by Midnight Oil. Would it overtake Bad Religion? <sighs> Probably not. 
but like I was so pleasantly surprised by Mid-Oil that like I kind of want to um, it's the one that it's, it's the album out of all this maybe Tropical Quest that like I've listened to like continually like as I would like uh, an album that I've loved, I've loved for years sort of thing but so. would it displace any of those other albums? Mm, maybe Flood ooh um, yeah, that was I, a Scar one right? <laughs> Um, and I really, I really like the Against the Grain. I, I will say is I, I certainly on the episode that we covered it on like it is definitely definitively an album that if you're making a story of punk rock um, of all time that would feature in it because it's just so I still haven't listened to it wide ranging and so instrumental in that scene at that time and like a lot of a lot of other bands that are around now have name checked it as, as the one that sort of broke through for them so don't think i'd ever heard of it before you mentioned it okay um <laughs> and uh blue sky mining art i mean honorable mention yeah honorable mention i i yeah really love it um forgotten years um uh it's probably i mean if you listen to carefully, it might see snippets of a version of it on our podcast. Um, <laughs> Probably not. That definitely not. That would not no, be no, 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 no. Uh, so yeah, that we that's that's yeah. Let's let's let's, let's name my, it as bad religion. My honourable mention would go out to Taylor Dane. Um, for capturing our hearts. Yeah, and naming an award that we will be Ooh. giving out next uh, season. So a couple of new things coming. Because here, um, let's call it LITP. Litp. Yeah, you know me. What? Oh, hold for applause. <laughs> uh, um, I, yeah, so we, we really want to sort of like, um, we're not going to harp on about Nevermind and 10. Like, we will cover them. We will harp on. We but, don't want to. But no, like... I think the reason I wanted to do this podcast as well is that um, I want to look at the stuff that wasn't like the major thing. So like, yeah, next year uh, Terminator 2 comes out, but like you don't want to hear another like two dudes talk about Terminator 2 for like fucking 10 minutes. Like, But I can show you pictures of my cat reenacting that scene in the gas <laughs> station. They're pretty good. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, um, I have an award that I'm giving out next uh, season. It'll be the Taylor Dane Award and it's, um, it's to celebrate the... Uh, Stuff that we've discovered while researching the podcast, so not the ones, not the stuff that we that we came into it with, the, the stuff that we've um, the we things that we managed way. to miss because there was th- better things happening. <laughs> the things that Terminator Two blinded us from. Yeah. Um, but talk about movies. Uh, let's go into our top five movies because uh, I'll be very interested to see what you have on your list. You want to you want to start out with your not in order number five. Um, I'm gonna go Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, I really oh. like that. Um, I I don't usually like those um, episodic sort of horror movie like uh, things, but man, well, those goblins did it for you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the first the first uh, little segment um, has so many up and coming Hollywood stars like Julianne Moore, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, like it was like it was just. Uh, oh, by the way, watched uh, the. Um, King of Staten Island recently um, with Steve Buscemi in it too. Love that movie. Is he disgustingly old and creepy? Nah, he's um, nah, he's like he's like a. He actually plays like because you know how he's a firefighter in real life. Like he went yeah. back, yeah. So he he plays he plays um a firefighter in it, but um yeah. Cannot imagine his brutal body fighting a fire anymore. I is I actually is probably the longest I've watched Bill Burr and been like okay, mm. I'll I'll deal with that. Mm. <laughs> Uh, so 
That's um, so yeah. Tell us the dark side will be my number five. What, what about you? You're in for a treat. My number five is Owner Goes to Jail. <laughs> uh, mostly for the fact that I expected to hate it and yep. I thought it was going to be the worst thing I'd ever watch. And I was pleasantly surprised. It was a good time. Because um, we're going to be covering um, Ernest Scared Stupid next year. And I only bring that up because recently I was watching for the 91 season um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Mm. And in the IMDb trivia, it said, um, it was like, fun fact, some of the pizza, um, what was it? The pizza props are used in Ernest Scared Stupid. I'm just oh. like... <laughs> what is a pizza prop? The, the pizza, pizza? Aren't real pizza. Yeah, like oh. the ones that they said, like, um, man, I can't wait to cover that. There's like a lot of like really weird things that happen. Talk in that about movie. breaking the glass. <laughs> Next, um, you'll say they weren't real turtles. Number four is uh, House Party. Loved oh, I forgot it. this was House Party. Loved yeah. it. Um, one of the first movies I, I reckon I watched for the, um, for the podcast and research. Um, and uh, it was just, it was so funny um, and so wrong and so dated. I mean, you don't um, happen to hear a rap about not wanting to be um, raped in a jail. <laughs> but in, oh. this movie has it. <laughs> and it. Oh man, like it's, that scene in particular, I think, um, I don't know whether I actually, we actually did put up on our Instagram. I might have to do it for this one. I'll, I'll double check back. No, I don't think that was one of my months because I... It was, I uh, that was definitely it was Casey's month, but I don't okay. know whether we were, were doing videos yet. But like, yeah, I'll um, I'll, I'll do it now because man, that rap. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, for just good old, just funny stuff. Like it's it's a good movie, so that's my number four. Um, I'm gonna pop my chair down a little bit for my number four because it doesn't belong in a top five, but. It was slim pickings through part of this year. There's so many movies that could have taken its place. Yeah. Um, but just for Baby Julia, I've put in Flatliners. Because <laughs> oh, I'd never seen it. It was kind of interesting. I, I watched it. I was you engaged like with it. People. I didn't like all the cabbage fat baby faces. <laughs> um, but like for something I would probably never have watched. Yeah. That I took a chance on. It wasn't worse than Ernest Goes to Jail. She... Isn't a movie next season that I was pleasantly surprised into. Um, so sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna get it, give that a try. It, oh man, <laughs> good. Like I mean, as, it's it's pretty much plays out like a um, like nowadays it plays like a, like a hallmark midday movie. Like it's not, oh. it's not great, but like she makes it better being in it. Like yeah, yeah she was really good, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, now I've got another. <laughs> I'm going to call oh, it the okay. uh, the B grade thriller number three because I'm going to I'm going to put two on there. I don't care if about your rules. I don't care yeah. for your rules. Um, I'm I'm putting it in because these movies are just as good as each other, and they're both in the same genre and they're both like yeah. So I'm doing Presumed Innocence slash Pacific Heights. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Pacific Heights coming. <laughs> it's, because it had to get brought up. Look, look, I I watch a lot of movies for this podcast. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm like sure, fully, for the podcast, <laughs> fully attentive during all of them. Um, but these two movies, they they demanded my attention, and by God, I gave it to them. Did Presume Innocent 
demand your attention? Because uh, like the I, ending's great. Yeah, and it builds I was, really I was, well. And, I was but, like, and you know, Die Hard's wife is awesome in it. So um, <laughs> this is Die Hard. <laughs> uh, and I was I any Harrison Ford movie, I look for the um for the point. Mm-hmm. And he did a small one in it. And the nose breathing. We don't have to look for that. It's everywhere. <laughs> um, um, and Pacific Heights, uh, I'll give it just for uh, Matthew Modine's like weird. Um, Good night. Yeah. <laughs> and just everything Michael Keaton did. Yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah, he um, he just yeah, he just turned turned the crazy on and just didn't turn it off. And. Actually, the star. And good on you, Michael Keaton, for doing a full-on sex scene after, even after you like you, you have Batman money. You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to show your mum, but you did. And I'm thank you. I'm you didn't have to put that ketchup on your face. <laughs> um, I think you mentioned her on the episode as well. But another shout out to Melanie Griffiths because mm. that movie felt very pointless until she took the reins at the end. There. Yeah, Matthew Modine is useless in that movie. He was. He played it very well. Mm. Um, was that number three? That was number three. Yeah. Uh, my number three, uh, I, w- I kind of wanted to go with movies I hadn't seen before or mm. like I'd, I hadn't seen for a long time. This one felt like a staple as a kid, but arachnophobia. It's too good not to mention. It was so nearly in mine. And I was just like, I think it was the same thing. I was like, I like it. And I know at some point in my life, I'm going to watch that movie again. But it's like, I don't know if I can put it in the top five, but good. Like Screaming Spiders. Screaming Spiders, John Goodman. Um, that Jeff Daniels scream. <laughs> John Goodman's music. The only letdown was that uh, excessively long intro, which Jurassic Park esque. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> let it go. I, w- I will not let it go. We mentioned it recently because I. That's oh, a stupid story. Um, we were in Bunnings and um, we walked past the shower section and um, it had the same stuff. You know, the girl in the shower that has like. When the spider drips down, yeah, like they've got these really old antique style, like um, the, the shower head or the the turn, like it's not like a it's not like a spherical turn thing. It's like it's like a, oh, a bar yeah. one that you turn, and it's like, and that always reminds me of the arachnophobia shower. And I said to my wife, I was like, oh look, these are cool. She's like, why you like them? I'm like, this is arachnophobia. <laughs> <laughs> just well, like maniacally, kid, like just like it, 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 just putting it up and down. <laughs> and in your head, everyone that sees that tap would do the exact same thing. <laughs> Yes, Whereas like, no one else has ever thought of it. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this guy? Has he not seen a tap before? I was like, watch out for spiders. <laughs> they scream. <laughs> um, so for my number two, let's put in... A t- oh, man, and this is another thing. I've got, I've got two for this one too because I thought it would be very funny to put two for the <sighs> number two. So Predator 2 and Gremlins 2. Oh, shit, I forgot about it. See, this is the problem. I went through the list of movies in the months that I was a part of and that I had watched. Okay. I didn't get to do Gremlins 2. But um, I wouldn't have to put it in there because Gremlins 2 is a given. Like we, we, um, It's we, the best Gremlins. I can't remember which um, month it was supposed to be in, but I do not think... I actually think it might have been... I think it was October. Yeah, I don't think we gave it the due diligence of what we should have because that movie... No, you like, did not. I fucking love it. Um... <laughs> It's just, and because we, me and my wife watching Terminator Two recently, and um, they got the twins. You know, they, they got the twin scientist in that. In yeah, Terminator yeah, 2. yeah. Yeah, like because he plays the night watchman or the security guard in, in Terminator Two. And I just, um, it's so fun. Like, it's such an unnecessary sequel, but it's such a well done sequel, and it knows what it's doing too. Like, it's it's probably one of like the mo- the more satirical movies of its time, where it's like, 
we know this concept is fucking stupid, but we're gonna like we're gonna give you everything you want. We're gonna give you different types of gremlins. We're gonna give you like you know the people from the first one back again. Um, we're gonna put it into a city where it like you know where it's like you know um, we're gonna put it in New York so like more people get affected by it. But also it'll just be inside a building the whole time. But it's like what Jurassic like what the second Jurassic World like wanted to do, but failed at it. Whereas like this one actually like you know, you know, as a child for the longest time, for too long of a time to want to admit, I thought this was the only Gremlins. Even though it said Gremlins two on the no, because it was Gremlins new batch. Oh, the new batch. That's, yeah, that's what I saw it as, um, and I never questioned the original batch. We are going to do some watch longs in the next season. I. Wish I had thought about that because that this this probably would have been the movie that I would have done a watch along for in this season. Yeah, but I would have told you to shut up so we could watch the movie. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I I always wanted to like uh, I'm not a big collector anymore of stuff, but if I've ever found, you know the the gremlin who's like the eyes are always rolling around. Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be the one I get. <laughs> And he had his little own theme music too. He was like... And he'd always be pulling the tap at Bunnings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your number? Oh, no, and Predator 2. Lions, tigers, bears, oh my. Um, <laughs> fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny Glover basically playing his uh, lethal weapon um, uh, character. Murdoch? Yeah, Murdoch, yeah. Because yeah. um, he's like... I mean, every movie around that time, if he was a cop, he was just like too old for this shit. <laughs> and like, because they said it in the summer, because like the whole thing with Predators is that they not only go to places where there's violence, but it always has to be like the hottest summer on record. Like the sweat on that movie. Ah, that's why he's on Safari. It's powerful. Yeah. Lion's <laughs> um, But like, you can smell that movie from like, because it's supposed to be set in 1997 or something like that. So it's like, you know, everyone's like, Sweaty and gross and fighting each other and it's yeah, that sounds like, like ninety-seven. Yeah, yeah, you, you remember ninety-seven? Oh yeah, when we're all sweaty. <laughs> yeah, we're it's sweaty. when Hypercolor came out, right? When they, when there was like you know street crime and um, yeah, this was after people stopped stealing people's junk, right? Yeah, after the and getting rich off it. Yeah. Uh, so what's your number two? Uh, my number two is just a single film, mm. allegedly, because <laughs> I followed the rules. <laughs> um, no, because it has an intermission, and I watched it. In two parts. Dances with Wolves. Why? Because I was so blown away with how much I liked it and how engaged I was with like the entire film. I didn't <laughs> I want to fall asleep. Really I didn't want to... T- just like... <laughs> oh, wolves. At, at the start, like I naturally just like wanted to check Instagram or something while I was watching. I was like, no, no, no. What, what, what's going on? And then obviously I had to get the script up because I didn't have subtitles. <laughs> so that was an issue. Um, but it was, I know we talked about it being somewhat problematic and it, you know, was kind of good of its, at its time, but yeah. not ideal. Uh, there's still issues, but just as a film, it's so good. And you can't knock it because it's Kevin Costner. No, I'm not going to knock it. Doing his best work. Well, when you're like the star and the director of the film, like... <laughs> You're going to get like a nice big chunk of the screen oh, that's, time. <laughs> that's a hard job to do. <clears throat> yeah. Probably. Um, and when he's on his hands and knees trying to be a buffalo. <laughs> that's pretty good. Dunker. Dunker? Dunker. Um, what's what's your four number ones? Shut up. <laughs> Ghost. 
Wow. Yep. The my number one and the look seems seems that like I was uh, keyed into like the rest of the world because my number one was the was the number one selling movie. I was just so. If men listen to this podcast, I bet they'd all turn it off now. Like, oh, this guy's dumb. This is like ghost. <laughs> I just look. I I didn't. I think I'd never really seen it properly, and I think I was just dumb. Maybe it was you know like it's all it's all perception at the time. Like you know, if you're really sort of dialed into wanting to watch a movie at the time that you watch something, like obviously you're gonna sort of. But like this one did grab my attention. I like all the performances were good. I just. Yeah, I, I thought you said Demi Moore was a bit meh. Yeah, but like the even thinking back, it's like you know Demi meh, de- <laughs> Demi. <laughs> um, even her meh performance is like better than like a lot of other performances that I've seen like these days. So Does it like, also help that like it being so hyped and so huge back when it came out, you maybe were put off by it at the time, but now. It's not one of those... Like, Unchained Melody, like, ruined it for me. Because, like, every time I hear that, I'm just like... And then I... Because I watched Naked Gun two and a half. And I was like... Ah, it's just going everywhere. It's looking amazing. <laughs> I laughed. I criminally laughed in that film. Like, that movie is like... And it only gets problematic, like, right towards the end. It was uh-huh. like... Ooh. Leslie, is that part of your script? Or That's that? surprising. I thought it would have been all the way through. No, it's actually it's, it's not as problematic. Is OJ as in the second one? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, stuck, I guess it's problematic under, from the start, isn't it? Stuck underneath the car. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> he goes like. Oh, I thought that was the like, third one. No. Oh, I have seen the second one. <laughs> is the second one the one with the guy from Pie in the Sky? The birthmark yes. on his bum. Yeah. Oh, okay, I have seen that. He tries to like <laughs> sandpaper it off. Sandpaper it off. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like Ghost isn't. As big now, like obviously movies don't stay big forever, but you know how you get a classic that will just always be a big deal. It can't pay me because I'm like, this was supposed to be like my my edgy list of like, you know, I'm not going to go to like conventional movies of 1990. I'm going to do my own thing, but like, fuck. Credit where credit, credit's due. It's like a good pop song. It's popular for a reason. Good tunes is film. good tunes. Yep. Right, um, what's your number one? My, I'm going to do a poll here because... <laughs> It's not a double number one. It's more of an honourable mention. It could have been number one, but I saw it in bits and pieces so much as a kid. Like, it was already there. I already kind of liked it, yeah. but never really watched it. But going back and watching Julia Roberts, again, <laughs> as Vivian Ward, like, I didn't realise Pretty Woman ding, was ding, that ding, good a film. Ding, ding, ding. You do it for um, Barney. And Barney. Barney, <laughs> Barney Like... It, it's not a great film, but for some reason, it just really got to me. I was like, this is really nice. I I, think I like it. I need to watch it again because I think I watched it and I, I remember saying like, it's the first time I ever watched it on the on the episode. And in subsequent quest, uh, conversations, mostly with um, women, um, I, I, I'm not, I shouldn't say that I have a problem with that movie <laughs> because like, it is like vigorously defended by like nearly everyone I've, I've talked to about it. I'm like, it's kind of a weird movie. And they're like, why? Why? But if they watched it recently. Well, I say that. And then like, they're like, no, nah, well, you know, and then I, I think I'm going to have a, a, a round two of discussions sometimes. <laughs> because I, I get that a lot as well from people. Like it's hard to watch a movie now that you watched as a kid and see it in the same light. But sometimes like my true number one, you see it as a kid and it's the fucking best movie you've seen. And then you see Days of Thunder again at 35 <laughs> and it's still one of your favorite films. I knew it. And it I shouldn't it. be. I fucking knew it. 
but I just can't help it. And I apologize to anyone that thinks Tom Cruise is a garbage bag. I agree. He's probably not a great human being. And the... Oh, we don't say the word. Um, <laughs> but I just love that film so much. I know. It, uh, well, I, I can And that, that that'll be the end. 1990 really? is over. Days of Thunder is over. If I hear that music anytime. Next... <laughs> um, it's taking everything I have to not put it on yeah. again. Because that little, that theme song is pretty good. Like, yeah. come on. No. Okay. Um, okay. So that, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of films. Yeah. So there's, there's our films now and our albums for the, for the year. Um, we'll do that every year. Um, might even have a special guest next year, next season. Maybe. Um, do we have time to go through highlights of 1990? Oh, definitely. Do you have any highlights from 1990? No. Nah. Really? <laughs> I got a top five of highlights. Oh, you got a top five of highlights then. Okay. Number five was The Dog in Nightbreed. <laughs> do you remember The Dog in Nightbreed? Yeah, I, don't the dog in Nightbreed. I don't think we put up a picture of that dog, did we? No. But it's coming. Our, our social media game at the start was uh, was trouble. Just... I mean, it hasn't got better, to be fair. Oh, no. It's got more consistent. Jimmy Barnes on there. That's all I need. Exactly. Um, Simpsons season one was a highlight just for the fact that, like, I've rewatched it again a few times, but I always forget that it's actually pretty good. Not... <laughs> It's not ha ha funny. <laughs> no, but like it's sentimental. There's morals. It's there's some nice stories. It, it had heart. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. You wouldn't skip it every time you do a rewatch. Yeah. Sometimes you would. Um, number three would be Phil Hoskins. <laughs> <laughs> just just Phil and Bob existing. I still get messages from our friend Mark. Um, just. Um... Yeah, every so often. Bob Collins. Yeah, Bob Collins, yeah. Um, number two, which it was an arm wrestle for the first spot, but the thought of Billy Idol as Terminator. <laughs> that would probably be my legacy of um, this season is finding out that Billy Idol... That just might be your legacy in general. Oh, my God. That makes me so... Like, and watching Terminator 2 recently, I'm just like, Billy Idol could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Say, that's a nice boy. <laughs> I, I see some face swaps coming in the future. Oh my God, yes. Uh, but number one highlight by far and leading into the personal award I'll be giving out next year is Carrie Elwes' scream from Days of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> by far my favourite thing that happened that year. Oh there was a lot God. of good things. Yeah, there's a lot of good things. Like Leeds got promoted that year. The <laughs> Apartheid end. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be the political highlight. Yo, um, and the uh, human race highlight. But I was happy about that, but have you watched Days of Thunder? <laughs> but apartheid didn't spark joy in the fact of someone I dislike doing something terrible. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, look, I I think there's a which actually also rings true with apartheid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've. Uh... I've liked just the... Uh, I've found out more about sports because like, I was going to totally disregard sports. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're filling that, filling that void. Um, but yeah, I'd say that my overall... If, if, if we're going to uh, um, mark the season with Sonic, it would be that Billy Idol was going to be t- um, the T-1000. That's, that's... Opportunity that's missed. So, yeah, I'm do it. 
I mean, James Cameron could do that. He could like he could he could actually nicely face swap that in. He could do like a a Spielberg. Yeah, and just like re-edit the entire film with walkie talkies. What are you Billy doing Idol. right now, James? You got fucking nothing on. Jesus, you got Avatar. No, oh, he's got Avatar. Yeah, um, but oh, he's had Avatar forever. Yeah, do something important. So just some uh, I don't know what would you call it, like um, some business towards the end here. Ooh. So next season, um, send us money. <laughs> <laughs> Next season, um, yeah, we're going to be uh, not changing too much up. Um, uh, we're going to be dropping episodes on Wednesdays and not Thursdays anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Oh, you missed that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're also... Uh, so we've got a few more, few different segments coming up. We, we'll, we'll let you um, find out about them in the next season. You're talking to me. <laughs> I'll find them out. Uh, obviously, we're um, we're doing we're still doing the uh, the extra episodes. We're not going to call them minis anymore because these ones are going to be a bit more expanded. Um, so this is going to be called the bonus episodes. Um, we're going to be looking. We're not going through the top twenty uh, for next year because because firstly, we'll be they were terrible. We'll be repeating ourselves a bit too because there's a bunch of ninety nine movies in the, the ninety one one. So like we thought maybe not. Um, but we're also going to cover sort of so we've got, we've got uh, like a true crime special coming up. We have got a uh, a video games episode coming up. We've got to go deep diving on um, a couple best of the, albums ever made, the big albums that came out in '91. We're also going to do some watch along. So that's uh, you watching along with a movie with us. Um, we're not not gonna... within the space of half an hour. Yeah, that one. The, those ones going to be a big one, <laughs> um, but we're not going to. We're going to those ones, we're gonna, and we'll let you know what they are, um, like close to the date. But um, we're looking, really looking forward to doing doing those. Um, so yeah, some really good stuff coming up in the next season. Uh, I look, I'm blown away by the support and the um, downloads, and it's basically exceeded everything that I wanted, and and way more. So uh, I thank you, the listener, for doing that. Um, I thank Ben. For, you're welcome yeah for um stepping into the the co-host and then you he'll be on every single episode next uh next season sorry everybody yeah well <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for uh inviting me in the first place and letting me bogart your new project bogart away um i'm trying <laughs> i'm just working i should have eaten ice right now hang on a sec <laughs> 1991 we won't be eating ice cubes while we record Oh my god! Although I recently heard that there's some podcasts where they like eat while they talk, and people love it. People want to hear people chewing. I didn't know that existed. Can't think that would be a good thing. No, I thought everyone hated that sound. Yeah, I know someone who can actually like actually triggers them. So the world of ASMR is just (laughs) forever changing us. So um, we are going to drop jump into 1991 um, straight away. Um, We might have a little break between 91 and 92 we'll see how we're going um but we thought we'll just keep this keep this 90s train going uh so until then or until next week when it's 1991 uh <laughs> happy new year everybody happy new year and we'll see you then bye thank you once again for listening to living in the past Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email 
at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Thanks.